welcome to J House Radio episode 82. Today we're going to be talking about a few things today. One of the things is going to be The Last of Us. The season has finally wrapped up. We're going to talk about the final episode and the season as a whole. We're also going to be uh, talking about Los's quarter pounder of cheese that he's, that he's holding up right now for our video listeners, watchers right now. Uh, we're going to talk about a few other things. Give our thoughts on uh, Super Mario Brothers trailer, Beetlejuice 2 in the works, hopefully this time. Uh, U.S. Uh, actually might ban TikTok this time and uh, a few other topics. But first, uh, if you guys are watching live, don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe so you guys can be notified on the YouTubes whenever we go live or post any other content. If you guys listen to the audio version, make sure you um, you know subscribe there. Leave us a review. It helps us. And if you guys want to support the podcast financially, check out our Patreon, which will be in the show notes below. You guys can support us with as little as a dollar a month. It can help Los get more quarter pounders, you know. Or more importantly, coffee. Or more importantly, coffee. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we're like unofficially sponsored by McDonald's today, unofficially. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, how you doing, Los? You are chowing down over there, man. Loving it, loving it. I was having an iffy day until the McDonald's got delivered. Yeah. Major day, bro. You ever have those days where your vibe is off, you're tired, yeah. No matter what you do, you do it well, but you're not into it. You know what I'm trying to say? Exactly, yeah. I've been there. I was having one of those days, then watching The Last of Us was killing. Oh, <laughs> so took care of the dogs, ready to do the podcast. I had internet problems, internet came back. Food gets delivered, makes my day better. I'm hanging out with you, so what else can I say? Man. You know what, man? You can't. When it comes to the podcast, man, a podcast episode is not a podcast unless we have internet issues. That's just pretty much how it is, man. Let's jump into our PWLs real quick. Um, I'm going to start. Mine is a little simple this week. Um, I've mainly been trying to catch up on shows, especially since The Last of Us is officially done now. I'm trying to go back and start catching up on other shows. As far as gaming, um, pretty much playing the same game. Trying to beat God of War right now. Listening to um, nothing really exciting. But on Apple TV, Ted Lasso season three just started. So I just started watching that. I think I'm like a few minutes into the first episode. I started watching it right before the uh, podcast. I'm excited. Ted Lasso was a great show. I'm not sure if you've seen it yet, Los. Um, have it, not seen it, but I've only heard good things about it. It's it's really good. Like if you're looking for a feel good show that's just fun, uh, good laughs, like very well spirited. Honestly, like like very a very positive show. Uh, this is the perfect show for it. Honestly, and that's the one where the American football coach winds up coaching soccer in England. Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome show. That's the one I've only heard good things about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. We just got a notification. So we have our very first Patreon. I don't know if they want to be announced. If you want to be announced, send somebody a message and let us know if you want to be announced. But we just... I just announce them. That's what Patreon's about. <laughs> Uh, your girl actually just subscribed to our Patreon page. Really? <laughs> really. <laughs> big, right, ups, big ups to Kara. I got to figure out how to get a notification uh, on 
when somebody subscribed to Patreon, have it pop up on the podcast live. I got to figure out how to do that. Uh, but yeah, that definitely thanks to Kira for um, joining the, the uh, Patreon for J House Radio. Much, much appreciated. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, geez, that just kind of threw me off a little bit. I, I see. <laughs> I see that. Like, Los is like enjoying. You know what, man? Enjoy it. not to chew into the mic because that's like so disgusting, but. Man, listen, man, enjoy it, bro. You had a long week. You probably deserve it. You probably deserve it. Once again, big loves out to Kira for uh, joining the Patreon. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I mean, I am really loving uh, Ted Lasso. They won a bunch of awards. It's on season three right now. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm watching right now. Honestly, loving it. Uh, what about you, Los? What are you playing, watching, listening to, or eating? Well, eating McDonald's. Eating McDonald's. Well, just got me a PS5, and I haven't had a chance to sort of research what PS5 games I want to play. Okay. So I picked up a game I wanted to play for a while, which is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, okay. I don't really get to play for very long, so I've had it for, I want to say, two, three weeks. Okay. And I'm only on like level 20. I just made level 20 Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The upscaling, it looks gorgeous because, of course, I put it on my PS4 to double check. Yeah. Wow. Seriously good upscaling. Amazing, right? It's so good. So and good. The game runs smooth. There are no glitches. Nice. No glitches. I'm very happy. Watching what I'm watching is Star Trek Picard. Final season, right? Yeah, the final season. Okay. Oh my god. That is so good. Really? Oh my god. There has not been a bad moment on the show. I don't I, I actually I, I don't think I've actually seen you uh so excited about a show like this before. <laughs> right. It's amazing. It's better than well, maybe it's not better. It's just as good as Strange New World Strange New Worlds season one. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh. Listening to just a lot of house music. I'm working on a new routine and things like that. Okay. Uh, I recorded one of my practice sessions. I don't know if I sent you the link. Where did you send it to me? I don't think I've seen it. I think it was like a week or two ago. Because I did it like three weeks ago. A practice session? Yeah, I don't think I saw a link for that. I got to double check. Yeah, worst case scenario, I'll send it to you again. Okay. Cool beans. Yeah, that's it. I'm not really watching anything else other than... Some tutorial videos. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping to get a new piece of gear soon. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, same thing with me, man. Just kind of chilling, uh, working on some content creation stuff. Los and I are hopefully going to be doing an in-person podcast episode pretty soon. We'll keep you guys posted. Um, yeah. uh, other than that. Let's see. Let's jump into our show notes real quick. We got a few topics we want to jump into. Wait, wait, wait. Before we continue, Kira in chat said, I don't want anything for you guys, but yet, no chocolate bunny. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. We took a picture just for you to see. What is it? A life-size chocolate bunny? No. <laughs> I don't know if you can see this on camera. Uh, it's her holding, holding a chocolate bunny. How they are holding? available currently in targeted places like they're that. They're not sold out. I thought no, like, they're not sold out. I thought they were sold out, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, 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 I thought they were sold out. Oh, Los just went dark for some reason. Yeah, I don't no, know. That's that stupid camera. Uh, okay. Um, so 
Yeah, Chocolate Bunny's coming soon. Chocolate Bunny's coming soon. I thought they were sold out. Liar from all the way downstairs. <laughs> much love. Come on, much love. Um, all right, so we're going to jump into our show notes here real quick. Um, Super Mario movie. Um, geez, Los just got... Los is like in the... Um, <laughs> In the like confession a room, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers movie trailer uh, dropped. Well, we had a trailer drop before, but this is like the official, like extended trailer, the final trailer. What do you think, Los? Did, did you get to check it out yet, or, or not yet? I checked it out, but that's a trailer not aimed at me. Okay. Uh, I played Donkey Kong. I've never played anything Mario. Even, what? Uh, wait, Mario wait. I played the first board. First board, first level. <laughs> one dash one. That's it. So the movie's not for me. Okay. I've seen in the trailer all the things that people have talked about, people have memed about, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But. The movie's not aimed to me. Does it look entertaining? Sure. But it's not aimed to me, so I can't be excited. Okay. I was never a Mario Brothers fan because I've never played it. Wow. That that's actually kind of surprising. That's that's very surprising. Do you see yourself at least watching it? Or no? If you make me, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> only only if I make you. <laughs> Oh yeah, I man! I find alternative means to watch that movie because after what I just went through with The Last of Us. Oh man! Yeah, I could imagine. I could imagine. Um, I'm looking forward to this movie. Um, I wasn't at first. I was just like when I first saw the first trailer, I was like, okay, maybe I'll watch it when it comes to streaming services. But after watching the trailer, I've been a Mario fan since like I was in like tidy whities so um i i love mario i grew up on mario i love mario kart especially in this trailer they show a lot of scenes from rainbow road which is a very infamous track in mario which is one of the most difficult tracks in mario kart um but it looks it looks fun it, it just looks like a fun mario movie honestly compared to the debacle that we got back in the what early early 90s with john Leguizamo. um this one have you seen the documentary about the making of that movie there's a documentary on that no i didn't, I didn't. bro that is a clusterfuck. really oh my god <laughs> if you pay attention in that movie there are strip clubs in the what the, the goomba world is there well wearing leather gear and bondage gear it was it was like the directors got replaced a quarter of the way through the movie everybody hated them and they just kind of finished the film i wonder what their thought process was going into that film with some of the decisions that they made because it just seemed like it just seemed very weird with some of the like choices that they made with that i feel like if they called that movie anything else but mario you would not have thought that that was a mario movie I, and Luigi winds up with the princess. That was a little weird. I personally feel that movie was written by somebody who dropped acid while they were playing some Mario Brothers game. And that's what came out. Dropped acid. 
Jeez well, Louise. Explain it. Yeah, that 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 was just a weird that was a weird movie, Listen, man. And nothing against the actors. You yeah. know, the um John Leguizamo and the other guy who played Mario. Mm-hmm. They did really good jobs with the material that they had. And the guy who played is it Goomba, King Goomba, whatever it is, the the, the main bad guy? Uh King 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 Koopa. Dennis um, Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Played, yeah. Uh that, that that character. Yeah. He did an amazing job and he even did little things like he kept his hands in like if he was a lizard. Yeah, I remember that. He did a lot of interesting things with it. But um yeah, that was a yeah very very real movie like i said there's a lot of weird choices going into that movie i really don't understand why they made some of the choices that they did all right let's jump into our next topic real quick um tiktok probably one of the most used apps in america right now has a chance of the number one app in america right now jeez louise i definitely find that easy to believe um there's a chance that it could be banned uh u.s legislatives uh would like for uh the ceo of tiktok to sell their shares um and if they don't the united states wants to ban tiktok in the united states how do you feel about that los it's not the first time they try to do this yes i do remember this was brought up a while ago during the trump administration they tried yeah Two, I understand why. Japanese control company, microphone could the, the app could spy on you, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I can understand that. But if they do, all they're doing is giving a boost to Instagram and a boost to YouTube shorts. People will just switch. Pretty much. I mean, it's not really gonna affect those kind of content creators over there. Cause like you said, yeah, they're just gonna go onto a different platform. But at the end of the day, it's not about the users. It's about um, the United States wanting to crack down on the spyware, basically, you know? Well, that's something they've needed to do for a while. The fact that they just aiming at TikTok is more for um, publicity than it really is for the policy. Okay. Because they could have done it to any other company. They could have started with Facebook. They could have started with Instagram. They could have started with Snapchat, any other company. But they decided to go for TikTok because it it's the biggest splash. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's gonna suck for a lot of content creators. Um, because obviously we're on there, you know, we post our videos and stuff like that. There are a lot of content creators that are on that website, um, podcasters, um, so on and so forth um that's going to be a big hit for a lot of content creators but like you said then again there's still youtube shorts there's still instagram uh i'm not sure what's really going on on facebook but there's still facebook so people will survive apps come and go i mean look at uh what was it vine vine came and went you know what yes. i mean so i forgot about that yeah i, I completely forgot about that what, too what was that one, just... like six seconds or ten seconds you had to do it something like that it, it was very short it was very short um but yeah it's like like vine came and went so i mean people will survive people need to stop swiping anyway so one less swiping app would not hurt anybody Bro, listen tiktok is great for two things when you're on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> when i'm gonna tell it 
And when you let your dogs run around the backyard and you don't want to stare at them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is TikTok's true. A, TikTok is a great time killer in the sense of when you're busy, it, it's a good thing to, to entertain you. Yeah. But I have found with my use of TikTok, it'll go from giving me like a week worth of stuff I'm interested in. And then randomly it'll throw stuff in there like I have no clue why it brought me there. Yeah. So my girl makes fun of me because a lot of my TikTok is educational. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have like archaeologists on there. I'll have like history buffs on there. Then there's Star Trek on there and a bunch of other random stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be scrolling through and out of nowhere, there's some girl using one of the SpongeBob voices like in a bikini jumping up and down. And I'm like, <laughs> like what I is didn't this, pick this? Why is this here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, to the next one. You know, and it's just, and then it'll bring me stuff like um, kids in high school. And I'm like, I don't care about kids in high school. Yeah. It'll bring me things like um, some hip hop artist I think is terrible. It'll show me that. And I'm like, I don't care about the hip hop artist. (laughs) Right. The only thing that I can think of that it would give me those random things would be because TikTok TikTok is listening. Yeah. So. I'm going to go set up for a gig. I'll be listening to these hip hop artists because I'm setting up for a gig. Mm-hmm. I don't like the music, but I'll play the music as a DJ. You have to, you don't yeah. have a choice. It'll show me kids in high school because I'm watching the breakfast club or 16 candles or something like that. Yeah. And they mention high school. So that pops up there, you know, and the women, I have no clue how that happens. Maybe it's the, maybe it's some of the songs I'm playing because the songs that these girls are 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 dancing to are like songs that I've had to DJ with because they're popular. Yeah. Only thing I could think of, you know, or maybe I put like, you know, Asian food or or, or something like that, <laughs> and they thought, oh, he must mean this. Yeah. The algorithm. You know? The algorithm has a mind of its own. It really yeah, does. Dude, like one time I was looking for a kimchi recipe. Because my girl was talking to she told me how they make it. I'm like, it can't be that complicated. So I looked it up. Yeah. And the next thing I know, all I'm getting is like Korean girls. And I'm like, how how do I get Korean girls for yeah. kimchi? You know yeah, what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm just trying like, to make some the, chicken. That's like putting tacos and all of a sudden you get all these Mexican chicks in your TikTok. You know? <laughs> I'm just trying know. to I'm just trying to make a meal, man. Just trying to make a meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I feel you though, man. So I mean I don't know. We'll see if it happens. This has been this is not the first time we heard about the US trying to ban TikTok. Uh they seem pretty serious about it, especially with everything that's been going on with China. Uh so yeah, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. I uh, think what will happen is exactly what happened last time. Where it'll get to like the eleventh hour and all of a sudden TikTok is saved. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Miraculously. Keep talking, keep talking. I'm gonna go see if I can fix this stupid camera for one second. Hold on. No problemo. Yeah, chat, it'll probably it, it, it'll help a little bit, but not much. <laughs> it'll probably end up with Elon Musk uh saving TikTok, guaranteed. Well, I doubt that. He killed Twitter. <laughs> no, dude, he really has. Like, yeah, that's that's what I've been hearing. I don't really use Twitter that often, honestly. I just use it for like J House stuff, but it's not really my I landscape. Get, um, I get a lot of um, political stuff off Twitter. Okay. And um, from different political angles, I'll get off Twitter, like you know, like Native American political groups and things like that. You know, um, immigration political groups and things like that. You know, 
BLM I had for a little while. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, they're more from people than they are from the organizations or people revolved in and around it. So it's interesting point of view. It's interesting information to get. And that went from 30, 40 a day down to like three or four. Okay. So it, it's it's really died down. Wow. RIP to, uh, and now Twitter wants to charge you for two-step verification. What? How do you want to charge for two-step verification? You have to pay to get the blue check mark for you to get two-step verification. Man, is it, is it really that serious that you have a blue check mark, to be honest? Is it really that serious? And no, I thought that was the, 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 the two-step verification is super important. Uh, well, yeah. I just so I, I like the blue check mark used to be a thing that was for like people who had a certain amount of followers or like certain uh, influencers, so on and so forth. You know, and a lot of influencers are kind of upset about that, but I mean, whatever, man. It's a freaking blue check mark. Who cares? <laughs> but the thing is, though, you can start up an account and call it like the real J House and get it verified, and they can, and those people can pretend to be you. Yeah, that is true. So I probably, just, I probably should do that. I should probably get our Twitter account verified or somebody yeah. tries to hack, hack, hack the J House Twitter. That'll be crazy. Yeah. Oh man! You know, they'll be like, "Those are not sexy shirts." Yeah, <laughs> chocolate money. What? Oh man! All right, so or, uh, or the line, well, KJ just placed an order for one hundred chocolate bunnies. <laughs> wow, jeez, Louise! If they place the order, it's fine. Um, let's jump into our next uh, show notes topic real quick. Beetlejuice Two is actually. It seems like it actually might be in the works this time. I know we've been hearing about this for years, but it seems like it might actually be in the works. Um, apparently, there has been talks with Jenna Ortega to try to see if they can get her to play. Um, uh, what's the character? What's the girl's name in Beetlejuice One? I forgot. Dude, IMDb. IMDb. I choose you. Let's see who finds the first. See who finds the first shot. Lydia. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, there is there is talks to see if they can get uh Jenna Ortega to play Lydia in Beetlejuice Dos. Thoughts, Los. Thoughts. What do you think, man? Um, one that'd be a good casting choice. Um, I think so. I think it'd be a really good casting choice. But two, uh, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care about Beetlejuice too, man. I don't care about Beetlejuice too. Really? Did you like it's the first been one? So many years, people are like, "Oh, Beetlejuice too, Beetlejuice too, bitch." What are they? They're gonna fight Beetlejuice again? You know, this I'm... time with Lydia's children. You know, yeah. Lydia's grandchildren. You know, it's just, you know, some movies should be one and done. You think you think Beetlejuice should be one of those one and done movies? Yeah, like Edward Scissorhands, one and done. I can see that. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands doesn't need another movie, honestly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on both sides of the fence here with that. Honestly, I mean, I guess maybe because I'm a big Beetlejuice fan, so maybe I just I want some more Beetlejuice. Honestly, maybe that's what it is. Um, I can see them making a part two. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's too over the top for them to make a part two. Like I, I can see why they probably would, because maybe they want to find a story that revolves around Lydia and just 
maybe have Beetlejuice try to come back. I can see that being a possibility, you know? Uh, I don't know. And the thing is, too, like, Michael Keaton, Beetlejuice, was only on screen for something like 9 to 12 minutes. In the yeah. Yeah. He wasn't on the film a lot. A, a, a lot of the... A lot of the... Um, the movie was basically about the other ghosts, the other dead people, and Beetlejuice was just kind of like there for a few shots, which I didn't even realize that until I watched it very recently. I was like, wow, he's not really in this movie a lot. Oh, I you found that he's in 14.5 minutes of the film. Really? Yeah. That's kind of insane when the movie is literally called Beetlejuice and the main character is only in there for less than 20 minutes. Yeah, and, there, and here's a funny thing about the movie. If you look at one of the original posters, it's spelled Beetlejuice like the way the the star is called Beetlejuice. You know there's a star called Beetlejuice, right? Like a star in space? Like a star in the sky, yeah. Named oh, really? Yeah. But so it's like, spelled differently. And in the original posters, it was called it was titled it was spelled exactly the same way the star was called. Was named, spelled. Like Beetle, but then Juice is spelled G U I A U B a u t l l e. It's like, it's a slightly weird spelling. I I don't know if it's Greek or or Latin. Wow. Or something, but it's called Beetlejuice and it's spelled differently. Interesting. All right, guys. So now let's jump into our main topic. The topic the clicking is not as loud. Oh, okay, so it is a little better. Awesome. So and the systematic so. torture of Los by KJ. Cool. What what's the what? <laughs> <clears throat> what is that? What's the systematic torture of Los? You make me watch these shows that make me want to Oh my goodness gracious. Let's jump into Listen, it, guys. Listen, bro, I've hung in there with every show. So you say, oh, let's watch this, and I've hated them. Oh, Yet boy. I ask you to watch Star Trek, and you're like, no, man, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Listen, I do owe you. I do owe you Star Trek. I, yeah, I, I at did, the end I, of season two, we're going to review season two, and you still got to watch season one. I did. I did not forget. Trust me. I know I owe you that. I know I owe you that. So we're going to call this the systematic torture of Los segment where Los had to watch the last of us TV show on HBO. Um, so yeah, season, well, episode eight or whatever the last episode of the last of us was, I believe it was seven and eight. I believe it is seven and eight. Okay. Finally wrapped up. Um, last of us season is done. Um, Los, let's talk about the final episode. I'll let you go first because you said you had some thoughts. Let All the people right. Are we hear. Doing non-spoilers and then spoilers. Honestly, at this point, the whole season is done. We're just gonna jump straight into it. So if you guys have not seen the last episode yet, be wary. This is full of spoilers. The season is done. You had about two months to watch it. We're jumping right into it. All right. Go for first, it. First, I'm gonna start off with all the good stuff. I'll let you talk all the good stuff, and then I'll talk about all the bad stuff that I hated from that show. Okay. The whole series. So last episode, what I did like was the fact is the, on their use of sound. Whenever a character was disconnected from reality, the sound wasn't there. Like, it was very muffled. It was very distant. Yeah. So it made the sound be almost a character and let you get into the character's head. Yeah. I did like how Joel is now... Um, adopted Ellie in his heart and he calls her baby girl. Mm -hmm. I did like their communication. I did like, um, you know, the way the relationship was. 
the sets look good. Um, the giraffe, I believe, is CGI, but don't quote me on it. But it kind of looked real. Uh, that um, was real, actually. By the way, that was, was real. real. It was a real giraffe. Yeah, that looked good. <laughs> looked good, right? Um, <laughs> uh, but I just, bro, towards the end of the episode, I was like, oh, just kill them both, please. I Why? Why did you feel this way? I didn't care. There were so many moments of just boredom. So many moments of nothing on the show. Oh, look, we're walking now. <laughs> oh, look, we're walking again. Oh, look, it's like Lord of the Rings, where even the trees walk, and it was boring. Oh, man. No. I'm surprised. And I'm, I'm just... very surprised. And for a zombie... TV show there was very little zombies. Yeah, they did. They did state that in season two they will have more zombies. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've, I've noticed that. I was actually a little surprised that there wasn't more zombies. And then, like, I hate watching the the little clips of the making of at the end, and they're like, "This was so emotionally heartbreaking." And I'm like, "Oh dear lord, I almost shot myself from the boredom of this episode." <laughs> I hated it. I hated. I hated the series. We're not going on that. We're, we're sticking to the good stuff. <laughs> I did like how the original voice of Ellie played the mother. That was very interesting how they did that. Like you said, yeah, the voice actor of Ellie in the game gave birth to the actor of Ellie in the TV show. I, I thought that was actually pretty cool. I like how um, they did that. I looked up the ending of The Last of Us, and I did like the fact that in the game... Like, you can't complete the game without killing the doctor. So I yeah. like the fact how they kill the doctor. Yeah. Um, I like how they don't instantly reveal how Joel and Ellie got out of it. And they showed, showed it in kind of flashbacks. Yeah. Um, I did like the way the fact that Ellie is still a typical teenager or young person where, you know, you still feel like I could change the world. I could be important. As you get older, you're like, man, you ain't changing. Goddamn. <laughs> you know, I still like that about the show. Yeah. Um, shot really well again. Edited really well. That's all the positives I have. Wow. Interesting. Um, positives? My positives. Um, a lot of it reflects some of your positives as well i do like the fact like i said they brought ashley johnson in the voice the voice actor of ellie to have her cameo that um obviously is not canon obviously in the game but it was a nice touch um in the game we also didn't get an explanation of how ellie or why ellie was immune like we, we don't know that in the game so to have that start off the episode was very interesting because I immediately knew when I saw her giving birth, I was like, wait a second, that's got to be Ellie. Wait, that's probably why she's immune. She got bit while the mother was pregnant. That's freaking amazing. We never knew that. You so, know what it made me think of? What? Blade. blade. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did get some Blade vibes in there. I was like, ah, this is this is what happened with Blade, huh? This is why he's like uh, a uh, crossbreed or like vampire, half human. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that that was a nice touch that they added that in there. Um I just think overall it it just felt like it was the live action version of the game. Like this this last episode was literally the last few minutes 
or the last however much time it was of the game just live action like you said it was shot very well the giraffe moment was amazing that's one thing i did like about the last of us is that there's so much violence there's so much mayhem there's just so much death that's happening but anytime there's like those moments of just say hey let's sit back and smell the flowers let's enjoy life i love when the game actually gives you those moments because it, it just it shows you that there is so much to life out there than we really realize you know what i mean like you know In what i mean game it works because you need that breather you need that chance to relax so they could scare the shit out of you again yeah in the tv series it was just like oh more of this boring <laughs> stuff oh <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm surprised you i took was it. Really I'm... looking forward to her whipping out the pun book i was like all right that's the best part of the show i'm really yeah that actually that was actually really funny like in the show it was more hilarious than what than how it was in the game in the game it was like all right whatever it was like little corny jokes here and there and stuff like that but in the show that was actually kind of funny even my girl like busted out laughing on a few of her pun jokes you know so it, it that that was kind of funny i did like that um but yeah overall i mean i i thought it was a great episode um i think a lot of it ties into the fact that i love the game so just seeing the game live action for me just makes it even better for me um my question is, and like I said, guys, we're jumping into full spoilers here. If you were Joel, would you have lied to Ellie? Would you have done what Joel did? Me personally? Yes. I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know. But the thing is, too, it took him a very long time to get attached to her. It did. Also so, considering the fact that you lost your daughter, you got close to this but, other but girl. The thing is, too, with with he mentioned his daughter too much to Ellie. Okay, so it made me feel like, you know, I'll accept you for a daughter because I need a replacement for her, not Ellie. You've become my daughter. You've become my family. So, I didn't really see why he would just go out and killing the world for Ellie if he's really not addressing his love for Ellie. That was my issue with it. Okay. I can I can see that. I mean, I, I think a lot of it also had to do with the fact that there were a lot of moments where Ellie would ask him about his daughter. Oh, so what about your daughter? What was she like? This, that, and the other. Because a lot of times, he wasn't comfortable talking about his daughter. It was Ellie pulling that out of him to get him to just talk about it and accept the fact that his daughter is gone and it's okay to mourn her. It's okay to remember her life and talk about her. I think a lot of that came from Ellie, like pulling that out of him, in my opinion. Uh, in, in previous episodes, I will agree. But in this, the last episode, no. No. I just kind of feel like you almost had diarrhea of the mouth about her. <laughs> it's like, um, all right, I get it. Stop talking about your daughter. <laughs> and the other thing is, too, is I hate, I hate the last shot. It's kind of, she's like, swear to me that, that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I swear. And he cuts. And I was like, what is this? The fucking Sopranos? Walk out into the sunset, please. Something. Well, I think, I believe that that's how the game ends. And, and, I and it. I yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's how the game ends. It ends with like them sitting on that moment, thinking about that moment and then just cutting. And then like, that was, I, I remember that being one of the biggest endings 
during that time for a lot of gamers a lot of gamers were so excited like about like what's going to happen here what's like what's going to be the ramifications of this is ellie going to ever find out so on and so forth um i just want to find out how she winds up correct me if i'm wrong isn't the last of us 2 just about ellie and oh god i just joel noel whatever his name is joel yeah isn't in it um he's in it he's in last of us too oh he is yeah he is but he's not featured as prominent um yeah maybe I, I, I don't want to I don't want to answer any questions about part two yet because you know we didn't Dude, I'll just look it up on Wikipedia okay well for anybody who's watching I don't want to answer any questions about part two yet just in case why not not like you can spoil something that hasn't been made yeah true but you know some people who are watching the show might not have ever played the game and they probably don't want to know stayed awake long enough <laughs> also another another thing that I like is that um in this episode one of the doctors that was in the room with Ellie um is actually uh one of the voice actors from a big character in the last of us part two i like that they've been just been adding so many voice actors into the show sprinkled all over the place you know just like being part of that universe and playing different roles i think that that's pretty cool yeah but although um, i do think the highlight of episode seven is ellie stabbing the crap out of that guy yeah that episode seven that was brutal that was freaking i don't know if we talked about it last time we had the podcast episode that was episode seven we haven't yeah episode seven was brutal uh i completely forgot and i don't know we're jumping around chat but hey we're we're talking about the entire season at this point um i forgot that that guy was a pedophile i i I really did because i know he's like that in the game i just completely forgot like they're pedophile and i guess you could say they're cannibals when they have to be when there's no food you gotta do what you gotta do um but that was interesting. That's when you really see Ellie just accept the fact that this world is violent and I need to survive. And that's where I feel like Ellie, just something snaps in her mind at that point when she stabs the crap out of that pastor. So, so to speak, or that teacher. Um, the but psycho. yeah, the psycho. What does it call him? The psycho. The psycho, yeah. Um, uh, I, like, I hated that episode. <laughs> episode seven? I hated episode seven. What was wrong with episode seven? Evil preacher in a TV show. Oh, how original. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. Except the content for what it is, man. It's just good content. How many times have we seen? How many times have we seen? The fact that it was boring. How many times have we seen knife stabbing monsters over all these years? You know what I'm saying? Recycled. Hey, at least they're different knives. Sometimes they're a machine. Oh my goodness gracious! At least give me some variety. Okay, but like this, like episode seven, I was just like, oh. And dude, the that is the world's most strongest penicillin. After one shot, Joel is up and walking around like nothing. <laughs> okay, that is the strongest penicillin in the world. Well, no, I think no, no. She shot him with a couple of them. Because remember, like once. They showed her injecting him once, right directly in the wound. There was multiple somebody, somebody in chat, answer that question for me. I watched seven and eight back to back. I'm telling you, cursing you out through half of it. I'm about to, I'm about to see if I I can't even pull it up right now. I'm see if I can pull it up on my TV because there was multiple moments throughout the that episode where there was one day she stabbed him in the wound, the next day she stabbed him again, you know, giving him more penicillin. You know no. what, Los? If I'm, if I'm she right, she gives him the penicillin, and right before that, there's a scene where Psycho 
Goes, oh, we'll just go catch up with them in the morning. <laughs> She'll be easy to find. They're her trails in the snow. I thought, I thought that that was actually kind of weird. I'm surprised he didn't just go get them right then and there. Like, why? Why are we waiting? They're right there. Because you want to lull them into a sense of security. Oh, like, so oh, I got away with it. I don't have to keep my guard up. Oh, so he's a, he's a he's a psychopath, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy psychopath. Um. Going First back to the wall, if it was the real uh, apocalypse, and I was in this position, I would have popped those two the second I saw them. Pop pop, <laughs> my deer. <laughs> Grab your deer. Uh, side note: deer meat, deer deer jerky is amazing. By the way, I don't know if you ever had it. Yeah, I've had deer jerky. It's freaking venison. amazing. Venison. Um, I've had um, ostrich. I've had um, game pigeon. I've had like a whole bunch of stuff. Jeez. I still want to try alligator though. Mm, alligator, never had that. Might want to try that. My brother uh, tried it. He said it was absolutely disgusting. But yeah, <laughs> we have different tastes. Nonetheless, good examples. I like kimchi. He doesn't like kimchi. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, little things like there's certain things that people like and don't like. Like, like I can't stand platanos. Oh my god, I can't. Stand really, I'm surprised. Uh, as a kid, I liked them, but as I've gotten older, I've grown to despise them more and more. You know, wow! Like, um, there's a there's a Dominican um, meal. I think it's called mofongo, and it's just pretty much smashed up plantains, spices, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I tell everybody, I don't like platano. I don't like that. That stuff makes me vomit. They're like, oh, you haven't tried my mother's. You haven't tried mine. Well, and they'll serve it to me. I'm like, bro, I don't want to puke. I said, because I will puke right on your floor. You're not gonna <laughs> puke. This is delicious. They'll get. I'll try a spoonful. Within 10 seconds, I'm projectile vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> and after I puke, I'm like, I'm out of here. Oh, man. Like, I told you. I'm not cleaning it up either. Because I, I already warned. told him that. I already warned you. <laughs> That's funny. Bro, through the smell of it, cooking, like, I turn green. Wow. How disgusting I am. Disgusted I am by it. But millions of people love it. Everybody's different. Hey, man. To each his own, man. To each his own. Yeah. Uh, to answer my own question about whether or not I would have done what Joel did, um, I would probably would have done it, especially someone who has a daughter, um, knowing what he went through, that's tough, man. I mean, it, it is, it is a tough decision. It's like, do you save, do you, do you possibly save the world? Because there's no guarantee that them taking whatever they, they need to take out of her to try to make some kind of medicine there's no guarantee that that would have worked anyways. You could have just killed killed Ellie, took that stuff out of her, tried the medicine, nothing happened, and you did all that for no reason. So The other thing is, too, you have to look at it from the flip side. If Ellie dies, right, well, she would have died from the procedure. When Ellie dies, she's no longer suffering because that world isn't a nice world. Yeah. That's you know, true. You have to look at it from that position, too. Are you merciful and save her from, from that messed up life? You know, are you a little greedy and keep her with you? Are you greedy and keep her with you? Or are you, or do you give the whole entire world the possibility of a fighting chance? You know, it's a very tricky yeah, position to be put in. Yeah, that, that was a very big conversation uh, around that moment when that happened in the game. A lot of people were asking that question was, is Joel the monster? Is he the bad guy? Like, for possibly dooming humanity 
by not even giving them a chance to try to make a cure. You know? Here's my thing. Why did she tell him? Why did who tell who? The, the leader of the Fireflies. Okay. She could have literally said, Joel, thank you for bringing her. When you were out, we moved her into another facility. We're not telling you where it is. We need to do this research. Here's your reward. Get the fuck out. But I think the main issue was Joel didn't want to leave. Joel wanted to stay. No, no, he no, wanted no. he wanted to but see that's her and not talk. My question. my question is why didn't she lie to him and just tell him we moved her? She's safe. We need to make sure we can control the situation. Here's your shit. Get out. I don't know. It's a good question. Good question. I think that's more logical of a way to approach this. Other I, than, oh, yeah, we're going to kill the kid you spent a year protecting. I think maybe she thought that either way, Joel was going to probably do what he did anyway, even if they tried to kick him out and said, listen, go ahead and go. I want to see her. No, nah, it's fine. We got it. Go ahead and go. But no, I really want to see her. No, nah, we got it. Go ahead and go. Why don't they just kill him? I don't know. I guess because Joel was friends of one of her friends. Uh, I, f I forgot the girl that died. Uh, Tess. Tess was Tess was part of the Fireflies as well, so maybe that's why. I don't know. I personally think that in the time of an apocalypse, logic and feelings go out the window, and practicality and being pragmatic takes over. True indeed. And a lot of times, for you to protect your goals, you're gonna have to kill a lot of motherfuckers along the way. <laughs> you know, and, and and I'm not saying that to be cruel. It's just. We revert back to tribalism, and I'm going to protect my tribe, and I don't care who's in the way. I'm protecting my tribe, and I feel like it's more logical and pragmatic to kill Joel. Yeah, know, that would have made sense. To, him, to get rid of him, even if you told him, hey, listen, when all this is over, we're going to send Ellie to you where you're going to be, or I'll send you a message over the radio. And then eventually, his brother waited forever for a message that never came. Or eventually came and then got killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, never thought about that possibility. That that no, that could be a possibility. It's the logic of the game that it's following. Yeah, but practically, you know, pragmatically speaking, it would have been easier to kill him. True indeed. True indeed. Um, so with all that said, uh, Joel has Ellie. They they're moving on. They're going back to their brother's town uh, to live life long and prosperous life hopefully um they are signed they are set up for a season two uh the director of the last of us uh neil Druckmann, said that season two uh well that the last of us part two video game story is going to be spread out through two seasons which is interesting okay so um i'm wondering i'm wondering if that means they're going to take some story from the game add that to the show and then try to add their own flair of things that aren't in the game and add that to the show, which I think they should do because I don't, as, as much as I love the show, I would like to see them do something different. I don't want another season of just shot for shot for shot for shot of the game in the show. You know, as like I who hates the show. I hope the show ends at season one. <laughs> don't worry. I won't, I won't put you through a, a take one of the last of us season two. I won't, I won't do that. It's okay. No, 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 no. I, I couldn't I couldn't stomach another season of that show. I'll I I'll really let you couldn't stomach another season of that show. Honestly, I'll let you pick the next take one show or movie that we do. 
I'll let Ooh, you pick. Okay. I will. I will let you. It. And I'm going to stick to it. Okay. Because I remember you picked She-Hulk. <laughs> we're watching She-Hulk because you picked it. But I and mean, you wanted you to watch what? it too. And She-Hulk wasn't the world's greatest show, but it was entertaining. And you were <laughs> like, I hate this show. I want to cancel the whole. <laughs> and I was like, No, no, no. <laughs> we agreed to it. We stuck to it. I really, Bro. I really did not like She-Hulk. <laughs> I did, I did not like it. But I think one of the reasons why you didn't like it is you never read the comics. And because you didn't read the comics, you didn't understand how true it was to the comics. Like, one of the things you enjoyed about The Last of Us is how, how much it sticks to the video game. And so you were able to enjoy it because you're like, oh, okay, there's that moment. There's this moment. And yeah. as someone who's read the comics, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. They're sticking to all these ideas from the She-Hulk comics. That's why I enjoyed it more. Plus, it was entertaining. And then for you, with The Last of Us, you never played the game, so that's why I didn't, you know, attach to you that well. No, but, and again, because I found it boring. Like, I don't need 14 minutes of her crossing a bridge and looking at a sunset. You know? <laughs> I didn't need, you know, 12 minutes of them just walking in the forest and, oh, the car died. You know, I just, I just didn't need that. Like, I was like, all right, what's the next step of the story? Yeah. You know? That whole episode, the the whole hospital section was 10 minutes, 8 minutes. Yeah. That was the most exciting part of the whole show. Beforehand, I was like, all right, this is going kind of long. Yeah. Afterwards, I was like, this is kind of long. <laughs> so you watched that 50-minute episode for 8 to 10 minutes. Mm. The important part was 8 to 10 minutes. Just like episode, was it two or three with the gay couple? Yeah, I think it was like three, probably. Yeah, and that I was just kind of like, well, how does this add to the story? Yeah. Where are we going from here? Yeah, like if, if, if what's his name? If the, the butch out of the two went with them for like an episode and during or two episodes, and during his conversation, you have the flashbacks, it adds to the story. You, you, you get to learn the character pre-husband and post-husband, and then it adds to the story, and you're more involved with him, and you feel more connected to him. But just to drop this story about them in the middle of the show with no real connection either way. Was, yeah. It, 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 useless. Because you could have literally cut out their whole romance and just showed Joel showing up. And him reading the letter, and you would have been like, oh, man, there was a story there. I wonder what it was. And moved on and kept going. And, and, and that was my issue with the show. There was too many moments of why are we watching this? Why is this important to the story? You know? One of the best episodes where um, the backstory was a little boring, but it added to it was when they were in that one town with uh, – the killer lady from Minnesota. I'm gonna kill you, don't you know? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, just murder them all, don't you know? Set them on fire. Yeah, like her. You know that one. I don't know why that's so funny. Bro, <laughs> uh, yo, some people from the Midwest really talk like that. Um, oh man. Uh, at least they used to. Um, like that. That was. Again, the backstory was a little boring because I think they, they could have been more emotional about it, you know, but then she would have been very Midwest if she was more emotional about it. Uh, but it added to the story, and I said, okay, you know, a little lull and a whole lot of other stuff, which was great. 
Um, but yeah, the last two episodes, I was just like, all right, this guy's a side. You know she survives because there's another episode coming. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, with there... She didn't seem like a threat to me. Okay. He seemed like a threat to Ellie, right? But as soon as you saw Joel torturing people, you're like, oh, she's good. Yeah. She'll get out of it. Joel's going to kill him. Yeah. I, I, think I mean, the, the whole... guy's crazy, like trying to rape her in the middle of a fire. I'll give you yeah. that much. <laughs> okay. But I just. And then the whole thing with the followers, you know, you're like, oh, so you get the impression they all understood that they're cannibals, but they're lying to themselves. And I don't know a human being other than a real cannibal who would be like, yeah, I'm not going to go eat my brother, you know, my friend Bob over there for dinner and be okay with it. I think what it was, the vibe that I was getting from episode seven, I believe it was, um, the vibe that I was getting was that he was lying to them, telling them that it was deer or some kind of animal and it really wasn't. And they started to get the idea that they were eating people because people started turning up missing, so on and so forth. So that's why they kept giving each other those weird looks when they were like, no, it's it's deer. Don't worry, it's it's deer. And when he no. said that, I was like, why why is he saying it like that? Because he was lying to them that, he, that, that they were giving them animals when it was actually people because they were Did running you, out of food. Do you, do you know the, have you ever read the book Alive that was also turned into a movie? No. About the rugby players who crash landed in the Andes Mountains and then they were they turned into camel, cannibals and they ate the other passengers to survive? No. That's interesting. Sounds like an interesting story. Oh, it's an interesting story. It was a movie. I read the book and a friend of my mother's actually dated the guy Carlos from the plane crash. Wow. Really? Yeah. 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 So odd, weird connection. And I read the book and they literally describe to you what human flesh tastes like. And they say when it's cooked, it tastes like beef. When it's raw, it tastes like pork. Or undercooked, it tastes like pork. So just from that knowledge, knowing that these people are going, oh, it's venison and it doesn't taste gamey. I think people would have gotten the hint. <laughs> <laughs> they probably were. They were just like, you know what? I'm hungry, so I'm just no, gonna go with it. What's fucked up is him serving uh, the one, the one, uh, the one woman, her husband, and the one daughter, her father, for dinner. That's fucked up. Yeah, that was kind of that was that was kind of crazy. That that was dark. That was very dark, honestly. Yeah. And, and I like to. Where were all these people during the 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 big fight with Ellie and him? I was asking myself that same question. I didn't even think about that when I was playing the game. Well, actually, in the game, I don't think you really run into the people as often. Like, I, I like I don't think there's a scene where they're, like, sitting at the table eating or anything like that. So I didn't have the moment to think about that in the game. But during the show, I was thinking, like, where are the people? You know? But just a random thought in my head. I don't know why I thought about that. But... I don't know. I think it just could have been done a little better. So just going forward, I'm just curious as to, like, how do people i mean we're getting a lot of these adaptations playstation is working on more adaptations god of war horizon forbidden west twisted metal so on and so forth i'm just wondering going forward how are these uh directors producers 
going to tell a story to somebody who has not played any of these games who don't know these franchises are they able to reach and touch those people like the last of us has been getting rave reviews i'm curious as to how much of those reviews are coming from people who know the franchise how many people who know nothing about the last of us until hbo i'm curious about uh, that. that is a real good question but i will say this much you and i are a perfect example of someone who's watched the game and you know who's played excuse me who's played the game enjoyed it enjoyed the tv series first three episodes i watched walkthroughs i had a little more understanding of it after that i stopped watching it and i was i didn't care for it and again it's because zombie tv show very little zombies and a whole lot of nothing you know, and a lot of it is like there's some logic that doesn't make sense. Like, why would you let these guys stand and stand by the deer? Like, why would you have a conversation with them? Why would you just not shoot them? You know, because the rules are reversed. If she's protecting her father figure by hunting and everything else, why isn't she going to the extreme of shooting these guys to protect her father figure? Same logic. Makes sense. You know, Makes sense. And, and and but there are certain adaptations from games that seem to work. Seem to work like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, love that. Love that movie. Back in the nineties, love that Mortal film. Kombat movie and the newest re. I guess reboot. Uh, yeah. I don't know how else to call it? Yeah, I think it's like um, a reboot. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say reboot just because it's simple. Simple, and we we can distinguish them. Those two were good movies. You know, you didn't have to play Mortal Kombat to go good from a good movie you know not a great movie but a good movie and you could enjoy it i thought the reboot was horrible but yeah i mean what? uh I, I thought the reboot was horrible horrible Bro, i did not you're like gonna it tell me the scene where they were in japan and sub-zero fight scorpio wasn't amazing oh the first scene of that film was great i loved it when when i saw that first scene i was like oh this is gonna be good it's gonna be a good Mortal Kombat movie you know the and final then like battle was awesome the middle part know. where they're training i was like oh look it's the wb but regardless there was enough moments in it to at least make you not want to walk out of the theater yeah i i i did like you know i, I know we're talking about the last of us so we're gonna wrap it up soon but i did like in the mortal kombat movie the training segment where kung lao kept sweeping kano when he kept tripping him, tripping him, tripping him. That's actually a video game mechanic. When you're playing the game and somebody just keeps tripping you and tripping, <laughs> they actually yeah. took that from the game. I thought that was kind of a nice nod to like people spamming moves in Mortal Kombat. Right. That's pretty cool. And uh, everything yeah. I understand from The Last of Us is the quiet moments are earned because you go through this big, huge battle. You get that quiet moment to relax you. You're off in an adventure, off in conversation, then all of a sudden jump scares and zombies and everything else yeah. and i just feel like because there weren't enough jump scares or real moments where i felt true danger that i was bored i respect that episode, i definitely respect that episode seven is a good example of you've had me so disinterested in everything else that when it came to episode seven where ellie if you look at that episode separate from the series you feel like she's in danger but because the other six episodes weren't that great. I didn't care 
hmm. that I wasn't emotionally attached to Ellie's situation. So I was like, there's another episode. She'll make it. <laughs> you know, um, the, you know, and, and, and that's what I feel the problem is. If they do a season two and three and they add more zombies and they they make it scarier, you know, then you welcome the quiet scenes, you know, as opposed to, you know, them just driving and talking about like porn magazines. I think the thing that separates this from the last this last of us from The Walking Dead is it did feel like if I'm somebody who didn't play the game and didn't know the franchise, I would feel like the last I mean that Walking Dead had more it gave me more of a sense of danger because man, there were main characters in that show that were dying left and right and like you just didn't know like Oh man, who's gonna die? Oh, this person's in danger. Is he gonna die? Is he gonna die? Like, I'm not thinking. Oh, it'll be okay. You know, they're coming back next episode. There were like big characters who were getting and just destroyed. Were, yeah, beating to death with a with a bat with. Yes. Oh, I remember watching The Walking Dead through the first few couple seasons, and I was like, "This is amazing TV." It's, it's amazing TV, not even just because of the zombies, but because of the storytelling, the characters, and the fact that you didn't know who was going to die the next episode. That made it so compelling. That That's one thing that I did like about The Walking Dead. I was, I, I was hooked. I was hooked. The first few seasons, after like season four, I fell off. You know, uh, maybe you I'll eventually go back. past the first 10 minutes of the second episode? Oh, my goodness gracious. Los, man, what are you doing, man? I couldn't. What are you doing, Los? Come on, like. And again, it's the logic of okay, this is decaying flesh. Take a hamburger, throw it out in your backyard, see how long it lasts. And that is, maybe it's because, you know, like that's my thinking. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, yeah, these zombies should have been all fucking disintegrated after like six months to a year. <laughs> they should be soup. Yeah, the fungus in The Last of Us makes much more sense because the fungus eventually takes over the body. Yeah, it does. Encases the body, keeps the body alive. Okay, that makes logical sense. And when the zombies showed up, they were scary, you know, but they showed up so infrequently that even when Ellie's mom was being attacked by the zombie, didn't care because I was not invested. Hmm. I'm, I'm sure the cre- not invested. I'm sure the creators are hearing that. A lot of people have been saying that. I think that's why they came to social media and said season two will have more zombies because they probably heard people say the same thing that you're saying. Like, wow, I'm surprised there wasn't at least a little more zombies, not overly infecting each episode with 20 billion zombies, but just a little bit more of a zombie threat. Like, I, I guess they just needed more time to find that balance. And I think one thing that probably went against them is that there wasn't really a lot of episodes. So they they probably figured we don't have a lot of time for zombie stuff. Let's try to work on the story. I feel like if- all they needed was, oh, I spotted a zombie in that field. We won't go there. Yeah. 10 seconds. And you'd have been like, oh, shit, these things are everywhere. You kind of felt like, hey, Montana's pretty safe. You know? Yeah. Hey, Nevada's not too bad. It made you feel like the center of the United States was not only the safest place to be, but a place where you won't really run into them. Yeah. And, yeah. and 
and I think that was just a terrible move. Like they yeah. should have showed up randomly, even if they were stuck in a tree. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that is true. That is true. I I, I think they they put a lot of emphasis on the. I think they put a lot of emphasis on fireflies because season two you're going to see a lot of the fireflies. Like they're one of the. I think like they're the biggest threat in part two. So I think they like, wanted to solidify that relationship. Like the one episode where Ellie walks into comes into a basement, and there's a zombie crushed under all these rocks but he's still there right before she kills him like that's all you need just show them you know and then she yeah. just kills the thing and i was like okay damn these things could be anywhere yeah and they built that up to not show it yeah that's like a girl like texting you all this you know and then like she stands and then she ghosts you on a date you know what i'm trying to say you yeah. got all this build up and it went nowhere true that was my issue with the show you know um, I just so, felt like there was too much quiet and it wasn't earned. Again, if I played the game, I think I'd be more into it. All right. That is a wrap. That is an episode for tonight, guys. Like I said, uh, we're going to be working on, um, I can't believe somebody paid for this. We'll let you know when we're going to do that. Uh, we're also going to let you know when we're going to start our next take one episode. Um, Lois and I are going to be doing a live in person episode together in the same room for the first time soon yes yes we'll, we'll give you guys the exact dates and all that stuff like that of when that's gonna happen um other than that it's been a great episode once again big ups to los's girl uh subscribing to our patreon like much love man much appreciate and if anybody else wants to support the patreon for as little as a dollar it helps like i said it gives los his coffee it helps us keep the lights on you know well on on our desk basically um <laughs> and uh it would it allow us pay for the internet connection uh, exactly it, it will literally allow us to like put more time and an effort into you know doing this podcast and i gotta get new xlr cables it'll help me get new xlr cables you know to keep the podcast running smooth and not have my voice blare out your eardrums so if you guys want to support the podcast financially for a little as a dollar don't be afraid to do that. It's in the show notes below in the description of the show. And yeah, man, we and love you guys. Don't forget that more goes into producing this podcast than you can imagine. Don't forget there is, for a good example, is The Last of Us. There is watching the making of, behind the scenes, watching walkthroughs of the game. There's a lot of stuff we get into where everything we watch and review, comic book stuff, we read the comic books, we look through it, we watch stuff, we give examples of stuff. So anything you could do would be greatly appreciated. For yeah, sure. That's it. For sure. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been great. Legion, thanks for hanging out. Everybody else, thanks for watching live. And uh, for anybody who's checking out the audio version or the replay of this, appreciate your support and love. And we will catch you guys later.